All right, I just got the uh, the official letter in the chat that says start talking. So here well, we are. We go. Start talking, I guess. Hey, uh, I'm Ron Riley, president of Gary Taylor and Associates here in Arroyo Grande. With me is Andrea Turnquist. Say hi, hi. Andrea. Hi, everyone. Andrea Turnquist, Placer Title Company, right here in Pismo Beach. All right, and we are the best coast business toast, and uh, we don't want to be just about the coast. We're really about Central California. It just rhymes, right? So it just sounds good. But we are here to shine a light on uh, businesses that are doing real well, businesses that need a little help. Uh, we are all about the business community and how we can all work together and, and help each other out a little bit. And uh, we're going to be every second and fourth Tuesday at 3.30 live. So awesome live start today, right? Uh, yeah, recorded too. And um, I don't know if we can bleed out that awkward silence at the beginning, but we might. You know, hey, it's fun. it's fun. It's fun. So every every show, we hope the first one didn't work out because of technical difficulties. Every show is going to start with the Chamber Corner, and we've got with us South County Chambers of Commerce, the CEO amazing president, amazing CEO and president, maybe the best ever, uh, the most presidential, Jocelyn Brennan. Thank you, Jocelyn, for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad I could uh, actually make it this time. Yeah. Us too. Thank you. We all have busy schedules, and we know there's a lot going on in the world. And here you are, and look at you in your fabulous office. Where are you? This is a fake office. <laughs> I wish my office looked like this. I'm actually in my bedroom, but really, we do have. That's a good question. We do have uh, multiple offices. We have a co-work space in the Pomo mm-hmm. on Tech Street. You can't miss it. It says visitor information, and we have co-workers in there. There's two spots available if anybody wants to get out of the house. Um, we also have an office at the South County Regional Center, and then we have an office in a conference room at the California Welcome Center in Pismo. So, uh, but I'm not at any of those locations today. No, you're in your big living room. virtual office when she has eight offices to choose from. Right. <laughs> That's great. No, you've chosen okay. a nice one. It's a nice one. So, um, you know, we're going to try to spend usually around five minutes or so with you today. If it goes a little bit longer because it's the first time here today, then no big deal for us. Although you, you're a busy person, you realize you probably have somewhere else to be. Um, want to talk about a minute just for about, uh, we've got basically a week left, I think, for um, business of the year 2020. Can you talk about that? Yeah, that's right. So um, every year, the community selects businesses of the month or business of the month. 
And we got a lot of applications this year because the businesses have been amazing. They have pivoted, they have opened, they have closed, they have opened with modifications and then closed again. So they've taken care of their employees and their customers. So we got a lot of nominations. The marketing committee then selects a business of the month. So there were nine businesses of the month in 2020. And all of those businesses are now eligible to be business of the year. Uh, for 2020. And it's such a tough decision because they are all so deserving. Um, but the deadline to vote for which business you think should be celebrated as the business of the year from South County um, is the 31st. So it's this Sunday we will close the voting. Um, uh, so if you go to southcountychambers.com, you'll see a tab that says 2020 business of the year. Right. And then you can learn a little bit about each of the businesses. We have a little write up about why they were selected. And then we also have an interview with each with each business, so you can watch the interview if you want to. And then at the bottom of the page, it takes you to the voting, and you can vote one time for out of those nine businesses, which one you think should be uh, celebrated as the business of the year. And we have postponed our annual dinner and recognition awards to September 22nd. So that is when that business will be recognized. Hopefully, we'll be allowed to do. Right. It's our big um, event by then, and we've already booked Loriana, and it has plenty of indoor and outdoor space. So we're hoping by end of September we can all the businesses and recognize one, especially as the business of the year. That's awesome. Yeah, I was looking at my uh, Facebook memories the other oh. the handful of days ago and saw when we were at Loriana just over a year ago. Uh, geez, I mean, the world has changed so much in that time, and it, it, there were so many people in that beautiful space. Um, and it was great to, to recognize the business and the um, ambassador of the, of the year that was mm-hmm. awesome as well. Um, and then also, I, I was struck another memory popped up today, Leadership South County Retreat 2020, yeah. ended a year ago today. You know, so yeah. the weekend yeah. where I really got to know Jocelyn and a whole whole lot of people that probably you'll get to Is meet. Is that what you posted on Facebook this morning it is that yeah that big it's picture. also a pretty important day and like when the world changed well you know the world changed for some people it's the day that we we learned that that Kobe and Gianna were no longer a part I know. of this world anyway and um it was a uh somber sort of just surreal way to end a weekend that was so full of highs and lows and um, you know, the, the leadership retreat, when leadership does come back, when is leadership going to come back? Hopefully soon. So, you know, we want, last year's class, class three did such a good job of being sort of a hybrid um, class and some was virtual and some um, were field trips in person, depending mm-hmm. on where, what stage we were at with COVID. And so we're hoping to start that again um, here, hopefully in the spring and be able to do more of it in person, depending on the COVID guidelines. But we would definitely have another class and keep, keep it going. So we have um, the application still open, so people can still apply. We just haven't announced the start date yet. Right. Um, and again, that's on SouthCountyChambers.com, and you can go on there and learn all about the program and, and apply if you're interested. Awesome. Very cool. Awesome. And, and uh, I highly recommend that for anybody that's even thinking about it. Or if you're in business and you have people that you want to help grow their leadership skills or their connection to their community, that's an amazing way to do it. Um, so, uh, Jocelyn, I have one more question for you. Um, you know, 
last week we were lucky enough. I mean, it was a big week for the chamber. We had the HR webinar, which was amazing. We had um, we had the business meetings for Arroyo Grande and for Grover Beach, and then a governmental affairs meeting, which I, I somehow missed that one. I'm sorry. I I did hear Andrea that that a certain Senator Padilla might be interested about coming on this show. I hope yeah, he's not watching that. right now because he may I heard that too. <laughs> but uh, so that was a really big week. Hopefully there's a week or so off, and then and then what what should we be looking for for the first half of February? Yeah, so that's a great question, and thank you, Ron, for all your commitment to all those different um, committees. So we yeah. do have steering committees or business committee meetings um, for each community. So we have one for Pismo, we have one for Grover, we have one for Napomona, Oceano, of course, one for Rio Grande, and so that is when people. Um, from that community can get together and talk about things that are specific to that community. We always have um, a good time networking and the businesses really getting to know one another. And then we usually have an update from the city manager and a council member. Um, and so those are monthly. So if you're a business in one of those communities and you want to participate, um, you can um, select the chamber and we'll make sure that you get that Zoom link. Okay. And then we also have a monthly governmental affairs, and that's where we work on more regional things. Um, we heard from state parks at this last one, and we also got to meet Don Ortiz Leg, our new District 3 County Supervisor. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have um, a monthly membership coffee. So our next one is on Thursday at 9 a.m., and everybody's welcome to come to that, whether you're a chamber member or not. And it's just a good time to network, and then you get to learn about the chamber and and a lot of people are like, what is a chamber of commerce? If I'm a business, why do I need to join? And so that's when we talk about the benefits and how you can use the chamber to promote and grow your business. So that's on Thursday at 9, and it's completely free. We're doing everything virtual right now, just like everyone else. Um, and uh, we'll keep doing things virtually for a while longer. So well, thank you awesome. for keeping us safe. And I'll say for anyone thinking about it, is virtual coffee or the, the coffee uh, meeting is the one that really got us going. We were members before that, but finding out all of the different things we could do through the chamber, uh, it's done a ton for Garing Taylor and Associates. It's done a ton for me. So anybody thinking about it, don't hesitate. Make sure you go. And Jocelyn, anything else you want to shout out, talk about before uh, we move on to today's exciting guests? Uh, well, lastly, I just wanted to thank you for being on our board of directors, and I also wanted to congratulate Gary Taylor and Associates for being our January 2021 Business of the Month. Salud. And thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, excellent way to start the year, and thank you so much. And there's a whole video on that, you guys. I'll share that with you guys, too. But uh, thank you for your time this week, Jocelyn. We'll look forward to two weeks from now. We'll have you again. Okay, sounds good. Thank you, Jocelyn. Appreciate Bye. the info. Thanks. See you soon. Yeah. All right. So I talked entirely too much during that segment. Did, no, you didn't. No, did you, you didn't. Great. Say, okay. Did you want to say anything? Nope. I'm just I'm just here for the party. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Do you want to talk about? Uh, yes. Uh, I yeah. would love to introduce our guest. Awesome. Are you ready for this? Well, he's an awesome guest, right? He is an awesome guest. Yeah. Okay. So without further ado, did you introduce yourself? Did I introduce me? Are we good? We, I'm yeah, say? we, we, okay. we did. We covered all that. Let's talk about Frank. All right, Frank, are you here with us? Yes, I'm here. I hear you. I'm I, I'm hearing I'm... like every third word still, but <laughs> I'm going to do my best here. So. Hey, you know, we're still working out the kinks. Every so, other word's R-rated, so you're doing fine. 
not in my world. Weird. <laughs> All right, everyone, without further ado, Frank Shiro, that's how we pronounce that, correct? Sure. Can I read your little biro, Mr. Shiro? <laughs> All right, so here's here's what we've got going on. If you don't know this guy, you probably want to, or you probably visited a couple of his restaurants. So he was born and raised in Sacramento. He attended S, wait, C, I'm dyslexic, CSU, Sacramento. He moved to Palm Springs in 87 to pursue professional golf. Yeah. Who doesn't love golf? You can even make custom Pro-V golf balls if you knew that by now. Um, in 97, he took over the family building and real estate development business. 2011, he moved to Central Coast to start yeah. Rooster Creek Tavern. I have a couple friends that work there. You, you do really good with your picker-outer of employees. Good job. 2013, he started Shell Beach Brew House. 2015, he founded Mason Bar and Kitchen, as well as, do we call it Milestone? Milestone? How do we say that? It's Milestone. Milestone, ta- milestone Tavern, Tavern and Slow, correct? Correct. Foothill, Santa Rosa, right there. Yeah. All right. So tell us a little bit about yourself other than what I just did. Well, uh I would say the, the route into the restaurant business was rather unusual uh, for, and for, for, for me. Um, I, you know, we, we visited the Central Coast quite a bit as my brother-in-law uh, was a founder in a company called Ash Management, which um, had a lot of uh, Mother's Tavern, kind of college bar kind of thing, not so much into the restaurant business. And when they indicated that they were interested in moving into more of a restaurant that has a bar, we thought that we were interested in partnering with them. And that's when the Rooster Creek opportunity came up. Hmm. Uh, my kids loved visiting here, visiting their aunt and uncle. And uh, when they said, hey, uh, we have the opportunity to move here. Uh, even my daughter, who was a freshman in high school at the time, said, we don't move here now. I'm going to move here when I'm 18 and live with my aunt and uncle with or without you. So that kind of gave us the green light to move to the Central Coast. And we started Rooster Creek. And I, my expertise really was more in building and interior design and development. And so I did the tenant improvement for Rooster Creek um, and, and did a lot of the interiors and that kind of thing. And that was my strength. And I got the chance to learn the business from people who knew what they were doing, which anybody who wants to get into this business, I would say, please have a mentor. Um, don't do it on your own without knowing what you're doing, because it's a lot to learn. And, uh, and I've had the privilege of learning from some of the greats in this business and Bill Hales and Ron Meyer and Mercedes Meyer. Um, we all have our kind of, we, you know, our, our, our parts of the business that we, that we handle, which really makes it a lot easier. The idea of doing this alone um, by yourself um, would be uh, ex- extremely spooky to me. Uh, I just, I would, my hats are off. I know Joe, Joe uh, DeFranzo, there's so many people that have done it and done a great job doing it. My hats are off to them. I'm not one of those guys. Um, that's how I got into this business. And, uh, I'm very thankful for the group that I have around me. Well, it makes sense uh, that you have a background in building and development because I've um, been to yeah, obviously all four, all four of your establishments and they're all the interior. I mean, it's, 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 it's amazing. These places look amazing. All of them. Thanks. So. I, they really do. I, I, I appreciate that. And, and I, 
you know, the, the one thing that I, I thought I could bring to the table was um, to, I could listen to my partners and, and hear about what they thought each one of these places could be. And it was really kind of an interesting fit because my father was in the development business. He never built the same house twice. He built all custom homes. Um, every, everything was built to suit. And I really felt like this restaurant group didn't want to do the same thing twice and they haven't done the same thing twice. And so each place has its own personality. It has its own character. And I tried to match, you know, the, the interior and the feel of each place to what the vision of, of that place was going to be. And I think it's worked pretty well. Absolutely. After, I would have so, to agree. I'm going to take a step back. I got to, I mean, I can't just let this go. I got to ask about the golf career. What happened there? <laughs> I'm sorry. What happened? The, the, the golf, the golf career. So oh, what happened with golf? Oh, yeah. yeah it, was, it was pretty simple. So, um, you know, I, I, uh, I, you know, I, 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 I had a pretty successful co- collegiate golf career. I was a three-time All-American. Mm-hmm. Uh, I turned professional. I had all the hopes of, of uh, spending my life uh, playing golf for a living. And when it came to the point where I was playing on the Canadian tour in 1995 and realized that I was going to be away from my first daughter um, mm. quite a bit. Um, and I wasn't really that good at it, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, uh, we I mean, had to have been. A lot of people thought I was, but, but the reality was at that point, uh, I was struggling and, and uh, I just decided that, you know, I, I felt like the best decision for me was to, to be home with my family. And I didn't want to be a vagabond living out of a suitcase for the rest of my life. And, uh, and it was one of the great decisions that I made for me. Um, I certainly have tons of friends out there on the tour right now. Most of my friends are actually on the senior tour. Um, nice. but, Isn't that uh, called master's? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just the, the old dude. Just call him the old dude. You know, <laughs> old, dude, Kevin, old dude's rule. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Kevin Sutherland and Scott McCarron are really good friends of mine. We grew up playing junior golf together. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very, you know, I'm, I'm envious in a way, but at the same time, I know they're envious of my life in a way too, um, because I got to coach all my kids in their sports and their endeavors and got to watch them grow up and be a part of that. Mm. And uh, I'm very thankful for that. That That's is so more cool. Important. Well, you, you can be a part of our foursome at the uh, Home Builders Association tournament anytime you want. <laughs> when is it? Uh, the Home Builders Association tournament? I, I don't know. It's going to be maybe in I, September. Something you know, like it's that. funny. I, I used to play in the one in Palm Springs uh, yeah. in, in, in every year. And I, when, when I moved here, I just, I just, I just haven't, made that connection yet but i would love to awesome awesome well thank you again for making some time for us and for being brave enough to be our second guest i i am reading the chat here it looks like we're having some uh video issues but the audio is working fine uh we can see each other i don't know if anybody else can see us but that you know might be for the better who knows I don't know. Uh, the only person, the only person I can see right now is myself, which that's really <laughs> sad because I better see you guys. Hey, you know, my wife teaches at Lopez <laughs> High School, and occasionally I walk by. You know, she teaches at home, and they're not allowed to make them turn on the um, the cameras. So, like, oh, I have a story about students. that. There's only one or two students that'll turn them on. So she's teaching in these black boxes all day long. It's uh, it's rough. 
I know. Difficult. Yeah. I yeah. have two teenagers, two teenagers at home, a freshman and a sophomore. And yeah. this semester, it was like, if your camera's not on, you're considered absent. So turn your yep. camera on. So yep. this morning before I left for, for work today, I'm like, turn your camera on. My son's like, then you need to get out of the picture. <laughs> That's been a game changer for us as well. My, my son is a junior at AG High. Okay. And the camera has all of a sudden made this actually workable. Uh, we had some major struggles after having a straight A student who loves school and going to school. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and sports the, the, too, I'm sure. And sports too, mm-hmm. exactly. He's yeah, he's now he's now playing golf. He decided to give up baseball. He was going to be playing varsity baseball and decided to jump over to golf. So that'll be interesting. Um, well, if he's got but, your dad's uh, blood, then he'll be fine. <laughs> Maybe he'll get his his what is it PGA card. Is that for, what the record, for the record, he still hasn't beaten me uh, yet, but, but those days are numbered. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Martin from the best. Once in a while. Yeah. So uh, I don't want to um, – I'd be remiss if we missed the moment. I mean, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before that the, the governor put a stop to the stay-at-home order, and a whole bunch of things must have changed for the restaurant restaurant industry. Can can you tell me what's changed in the last day or two and how you guys are proceeding? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, and, 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 you know, as much as I feel like I have my ear to the ground uh, with, with contacts, uh, we, we did not see this coming. And the earliest part we got it was Monday night, yeah. um, you know, and, and so – yeah, you know, we, you know, we just to back up a little bit, you know, we, we felt like um, we've done um, the best job we could possibly do, um, given the, the rules that we were given. Um, we felt like we had a safe work environment. Our health department told us we had a safe work environment. Uh, our history with, with um, transmissions told us that we had a safe work environment. And so when, when it was shut down, when outdoor dining was shut down, that was the thing that, that was really a crusher for us. Uh, we, we, were, we had recovered, not just recovered, but we had gone um, to the point where we were doing actually a better business at, at some of our establishments with outdoor dining only. Right. And we were just absolutely flabbergasted by it. We were serving food in a circus tent, and people were loving it. And... Um, when, when we were take when outdoor dining was taken away, yeah. um, I mean that was a dagger in our back, and, and we just felt like we were betrayed because we knew the numbers of of, of people that had COVID. Um, some of our some of our staff who had got it, for, you know, none of none of them had got it at work. They got it in, in their houses from their families, mm-hmm. and none of them gave it to anybody at our, at our workplace. We felt like that was, we were proud of that fact. And so now when, when this went away uh, to to serve our, our operations are so full service that they're so about the customer experience with the server, with the bartender Um, to take that away. It was, you know, we're not a fast casual establishment. None of ours are. And so we're just so when, when we heard that this was coming back, um, we really felt like we had probably two more months when we were going to lose 50% of our staff forever. Other, um, they, they had to go find work elsewhere. 
right. outside yeah. of hospitality business. And that's when, you know, the depression starts to, to really hit you because you realize how much you've worked and how much your staff has worked at training your staff. And it's taken years to get to this level and to lose half your staff or more and to retrain a staff. Yes, it can be done, but it's almost like, it's almost like losing a house in a fire. You just know you're, you're, you're back to zero. We've right. got to rebuild it all. And, and when we found out that the governor had, 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 had rescinded that order, right. um, it was a mass celebration very quickly. I'm sure. Yeah. But right now you still have the parklet out there. You still have the to-go. You still have the outdoor dining. Are there plans to reopen and get your staff back or what's the plan? Well, yeah, our, our staff is back today. We're, okay. we're, we're serving, you know, we're, we're, the, the difference is, you know, getting to go food in, in a cardboard box versus having somebody come out and, and serve you. And so we're um, all places ha have staff now serving outside part of our experience. It's part of, uh, it's, it's part of what we think we do well. And uh, so, yeah, we're, we're back to, to go. And we hope that, you know, looking at numbers, you know, uh, when we get back to orange, uh, we can go to 25% inside. Um, we feel like we were safe when we were 25% inside mm -hmm. and, uh, we're, we're just looking forward to that as well. I think we all are. I think yeah. we're yeah. all like ready yeah. for this to just, yeah, be... especially when we have, a, when we have a giant deluge coming over the next course of the next five days, but we'll do well, our I best. Say, I mean, I'm sort of in the business of watching that we have to do stormwater inspections and, uh, watching it go from, you know, we're going to get four or five inches next week to six to you suddenly started watching Wednesday, and Wednesday turned into seven inches on its own. Yeah. Who is building the ark? Right. Oh, yes. Smoke. Exactly. Yeah. We put. Uh, we actually on at Mason Bar. We we actually put gutters on our tent um, <laughs> very early on, uh, just because we knew that the rain was coming at some point. Right. We haven't used them at all yet, but I think we're going to use them in the next couple of days. Oh man! Nothing blows away. It's going to be awfully windy as well. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. We'll find out. That's right. Concrete buckets can't handle this. <laughs> you know, so one of the big things that we want to do with, with this show, and, we'll, and you know, as things evolve, we'll, we'll be really excited if you'd be um, able to come back. By the way, uh, we would love that. Um, is uh, is try to ask, you know, even if people are doing well, um, you know, what is it that people in the community or people in the business community uh, can do to help? not necessarily even your restaurants, but to help the restaurant industry in general during this time right now? Well, um, I think the first, you know, you know, obviously patronage is, 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 is huge. And, and we, we've had so many locals um, and so many loyal followers um, stick with us at Shell Beach, at Rooster, at Mason, um, and, and, at, and at Milestone. And, and we appreciate that very much. I think that the biggest thing for people to, that I encourage people to take a look at is, is take a look at the science um, on outdoor dining and, and outdoor dining is safe. And mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of people just because, you know, once our state pulled back outdoor dining, I think a lot of people just off the top of their head assumed, Oh, there must be, there must be something wrong with outdoor dining and people must be getting COVID left and right from outdoor dining. And, and, and the reality is that's not true. And I think it's one of the reasons why the governor 
came, came to the conclusion that he did in the last couple of days. And, and that no other state is now is now um, has has been banning outdoor dining. Um, we're, we're the lone wolf out there, and yet there's no science. With two lawsuits uh, looming and judges saying, "Hey, bring me the bring me the evidence um, that that you've closed these people's businesses down." and for outdoor dining and they had to admit that they don't have that and so i think it's really key for for the next year that people yeah. you know know the truth and i've said this forever that if, if if science comes out and says outdoor dining is dangerous we don't want to be open we don't want to be spreaders of this disease we, we right. we're we're very conscious about about having a safe work environment and, and the fact that you know we've got to the point now where people have realized that this is safe, um, we want to continue uh, doing this in a safe way. And, and we're excited to have that opportunity again. I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, where, where do we go from here? Every day is a new day. So we just keep at the mercy yeah. of the powers that be. But You, you know, um, you know, one of the things that I think uh, that we did as a company, and I and I and I I, I applaud um, when our company meets. Um, I, I've read I've read quite a bit of history. I'm a, kind of a history buff, and to listen to our constitutional Congress and how they debated, and how they talked, and listened to each other, and how people's opinions could actually change the minds of other people's opinions mm. in, in that Congress. Um, that's how our company works. And when I went into our meeting on March 17th, mm-hmm. which was our first day closed, when we first closed down, and I and I I think I was I was ready to give the speech of hey, we need to stay open to do whatever we need to do to keep our employees uh, employed and and listening to to, to the um, experienced owners uh, that we have the the first priority that actually goes back to how much you you want your employees um how much you want to take care of your employees is the survival of your business and so we made the decision as much as i didn't necessarily think it was the right one that day i came to find out that it was was that we were going to close and we were going to conserve all cash we were not going to pay any invoices that were outstanding that the thing that we could do um, for our employees is to have a business to come back to whenever this was over. And you can remember at that time, there was so much uncertainty about what this was and how long it was going to be. And people thought it was a couple of weeks at the most. And, um, and so now looking back on it, that was one of the wisest things that we did. It, it just, and then when the PPP came out, we held the PPP until we were open again. And that was a hard decision to make, but everybody was on on unemployment. We kept, we kept, you know, tabs on our our employees. We were going to make sure that nobody has problems feeding their families or anything like that. And then when, when we opened back up and to have the PPP um, at that time, um, that was, that was a game changer for us. That, that was one of the things that, that we, that turned out right. And it was, it was a gamble. We knew we didn't, nobody knew, the best way to do it. We'd never done a pandemic before. Right. But, and how do you work the, through those strategies and like how to prepare for that too? How do you right. know what to do? It, that was, that was know, good know. business. 
I mean, that was one of those things where we all sat around that day. That was, that was actually, uh, uh, that was St. Patrick's day. And we sat around (laughs) drinking Jameson and going, gosh, you know, we thought we could be taken out by an earthquake, right. Uh, You know, uh, you know, natural disaster, a fire, you, you, you prepare that in your mind. Nobody in this, in this group of very smart people ever came up with this idea that a pandemic might be the end of our business. No, you well, know, it, it just was so out there that, um, but we never considered it. And so now we have to, you know, rethink how, yeah. you know. Well, Frank, what, one, of the, one of the things that's stunning to me is you always hear that it's one of the most difficult businesses to go to, into anyways, that the margins are just so razor thin in the restaurant industry. Um, and that even when you're open full time, there's a risk. Uh, that, you know, it's basically almost month to month. And so it was amazing to me that, A, you guys had the wisdom to make that that first decision to stay closed. And then, B, how you've been able to navigate almost an entire year of almost just basically being partially open. And all four restaurants are living to see another day. That's amazing to me. Yeah, that's it's kind of the uh, – people said, you know, what – what, you know, what are your goals? And it's survival. That's right. really it. I mean, I mean, we, yeah. we want to make sure that our employees, um, if somebody's, you know, not, not, you know, if we had to lay off, you know, we laid off all of our workforce and now we've laid off in this last round, it's probably been like 70% to 80% mm-hmm. of our workforce. Now we just brought them back yesterday. Right. Um, that, you know, we got to make sure everybody's okay. Yeah. You got to make sure that everybody's, you know, everybody's feeding their families and, and, you know, making their house payments. And, but the reality is, is that if, if we, if we tried to get too, too aggressive with just pay, you know, making sure that like a lot of people paid, use the PPP and paid their employees during, you know, when it first came out, but you weren't open yet because you were encouraged to do that by the government. And for us, that wasn't a good decision. Our employees were making more money on unemployment than they were right. um, at that time um, by, by what we were going to give them with the PPP. And so they said, hey, we don't want that. We're fine right now. Yeah, um, I've heard that a struggle for a lot of people. Yeah. It was hard to get their employees to come back to work because they were making more money on unemployment than they were right. working. Right. And once and once they once we you know got once we got into that clear, we were outside dining. We could bring them back and they're going to make more on tips. Right. And so that, that's the, that's kind of the whole with our business, you know, for, for them, um, right. how, how they, how they, um, thrive is it's, it's tips as well. Well, and I'm so glad to hear you say these things about, um, the paycheck protection plan. I, I know, you know, so I'll freely admit our, our company has used it as well. And at first I was extremely nervous about it because I, I like to listen to a lot of different, I don't know, national advisors, I guess you'd call it. So there's one in particular, the Dave Ramsey show. Dave Ramsey said, do not take the PPP. Do not take the money. The SBA is the BMV of the lending world, right? Dave Ramsey said that? Dave Ramsey. And, the man uh, of all men? Hey, wow. you know, so uh, uh, there's a lot of things that he says that are probably right, but um, I think you missed the mark on that one. I'm glad to see that there are people that are doing okay today because they took it. Oh, yeah. Well, how else would you not? 
for yeah, survival. In, in the restaurant business, you know, we spent uh, we spent our, our our first PPP in the first you know two two and a half months. We it was gone. Yep. You oh, know, yeah. and it was all payroll. It was no, there's no question about forgiveness. We're, right. you know, and that, now we have expenses like, you know, the tents that we bought and, and, and all the outdoor areas and the parklets and all that. And now the second PPP, we're going to be able to deduct that expense. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's a no brainer. And, and I, and I'm a Dave Ramsey fan, but in that case, yeah. Dave, for, for, for our particular business, that was right. not, Bless uh, your heart. That, that wouldn't, wouldn't right. have been a good call. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't even want to know what the what the uh, magnitude of the construction was about that amount just to make it happen. Oh, and, and that's the whole thing. So, you know, you, you when you think about, you know, we, we, we rolled the dice. Um, right. we, we decided that we wanted to do parklets, you know, nice parklets. And we, we didn't want to, you know, just put people out on the asphalt, um, you know, in the street. Um, with a couple of with, with a couple of tents or a couple of umbrellas and you know that was a risk I and mean, we didn't right. know we didn't know if we were going to be using those parklets for a week a month a year and still in Pismo it's every month it's renewed month sure. to month um, AG has decided that uh, the city of AG has been wise enough to say hey you're not taking that parklet down right now the way it, the, the permit is written is until the very last COVID restriction is lifted good yeah god knows how long that'll be you know that um (laughs) and they're also actually already talking about letting us keep those forever um and so that that's a discussion that is going to be ongoing we've got Uh, really nice heaters you got short street right so basically all short street dedicated to you now got short street under a tent yeah and then and then the parklet um the smaller parklet at Rooster and then the 90 foot parklet at, at Shell Beach. And that's really kind of kept them alive. Yeah. Yeah. That one was a bit of a fight too. It was, it was a fight. Uh, oh, so I, I remember that emergency. I, I only say, <laughs> I always say Matt Downing and all disclosures, a friend of mine. I, 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 I remember it being a, uh, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a big Facebook poster. I was looking yeah. for a, a, a more aggressive trying to contact city council and, 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 and trying to get an answer back. Right. Uh, I didn't get it, and so I, I kind of went to the mattresses with Facebook. It's the first time I'd done that. Yeah, I didn't really think. I didn't I really remember. think anything of it. Yeah, and it uh, it kind of blew up, and you got and a lot of support. I think we're yeah, and, and and some of the city council members at that time were not real happy with me, but that's you know I I just felt like I needed to do that for the survival of our business, and yeah, and again, so uh, it, it right. worked out, and I think we're we're on good terms now. Yeah. Um, everybody's hope, friends. Everybody's friends, and hopefully okay, um, we can get through this all together. Good, good, good. To we will. That. We will. Yeah. You tell the world what you want. Put it out there. Stay positive. Yeah. That's right. Thank well, you for being that here. Might, that might be a good good place. Andrew, do you have any more questions for today? I mean, do I have any more questions? I don't think so. Okay. I think we've covered a lot of stuff. Thank you for all that you're doing, and thank you for all your accomplishments and being a part of the show today. Right. We're grateful well, Andrea, for you. Andrea and Ron, thank you for having me on, and our staff, thank you. Yeah. Um, our fa- our family of owners, thank you. Um, it's a great thing that you're doing, and, and uh, I think it's interesting how, you know, we didn't do any of these things uh, kind of before COVID, these Zoom meetings and that whole thing, and it, it's really brought us closer together. Um, right. when it was harder to get together and and i thank you for it <laughs> yeah you bet and, and and 
we are the best coast business post. So even if it seems cheesy, we do always want to end with the toast. And today, well, well toast. I heard that. Yeah. So we, we have a Are thing in our company where we don't um, we don't let toast waters bad luck. So Good. I have some Elijah Craig bourbon right here. Look at so you. I'm gonna toast. I'm gonna toast with you. Oh wow! I, I wish I could be sharing that with you, but I, I, I am having some of. The, <laughs> I actually uh, have water and white cloth, so maybe I'll do both. <laughs> yeah, okay, there you go. Bad luck. Don't do water. No bad luck. That's like broken mirrors. Yeah, I've got the uh, straight up citrus man rock today. <laughs> What's the mood? Yeah, Frank. Frank, real quick, just you know, so for each of the four restaurants, and, and I believe there are four of you that are in the partnership in the four restaurants. There may be more behind the scenes, uh, you know, and that we may get to the orange uh, portion of this programming sooner than later. <laughs> Uh, let's at least get through purple very soon. And, uh, and, and a big thank you for enduring some of the technical issues today and the fact that we're brand new at this. And, uh, and we'll toast to you coming back sometime to give us an update when things are doing a lot better. Frank, you, Frank thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. Salute, my thank you. <laughs> you call and I'll be there. Cheers. Thank All you. Right. Cheers. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Thank yeah. you, Frank. Thanks, Frank. Thank you. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you, Ron. Thanks, Ron. All right. Have a great night. You too. You too. You okay. too. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. So. <clears throat> lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.